Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 129 of the Department of Defense. I'm Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Have we seriously started right now? Yes, we have seriously started right now. I thought I had another couple minutes. Yeah, you didn't because it is 7.01 p.m. Well, maybe it was like only 6.59. It's not. It's not. Maybe it's somebody else's clock. Okay, so we'll explain why Carlos and I are a little wobbly a little later on. Um, and Matt will be joining us later on in the show. Uh, he should be here in about 20-ish minutes. So unless, Carlos, he's, unless he's lying. Unless he's lying. Uh, either way, Carlos and I are going to carry the show until then. But uh, in the meantime, I would like to take a moment and thank our Black Belt patrons, uh, well, patron, Zach Zablowski, for supporting this episode of the Department of Defense. Uh, if you want to be as awesome as Zach or as awesome as the rest of our patrons, head on over to blindindustudios.com and click on the patron link at the bottom of the homepage or head on over to patreon.com slash blindindustudios and become a patron today. And if your name is Zach and you're supporting this, this uh, show, you kick ass. So you have that going for you. This is true. This is very, very true. Yeah. In fact, Zach is so kick-ass, he is going to be in a fashion show next week. Yeah. I uh, I almost was in the fashion show. Yeah, no, show. You, you, you got out of it, yeah. so Zach got into it. And, you know, I, uh, I'm i actually, I feel a lot better that I'm not in it. Yeah, well, you would. I'd feel, I feel a lot safer just serving alcohol what for What do you everybody. mean, Safer. Walking. You, down, all right, you know. Well, talk, I mean, no. Talking on the, talking Carlos, on the Carlos, don't 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 get me wrong. When I walk down there after I'm done, there's just going to be pussy thrown at my face. Well, yeah, but you know, it maybe. But the thing is, I think about it how walking down the runway, strutting my stuff. I don't know if I could. Uh, I could take that pressure. Well, Carlos, I don't think anybody could take that pressure. I mean, you would walk down there and. All the panties in all of Wisconsin would just be thrown in your direction. And, you know, I don't think I want all the panties in Wisconsin thrown in my direction. Yeah, I think you'd be fine. All the panties in Wisconsin? I mean, yeah, no. You don't You don't have to do anything with those panties, but just that they're all options now. I might not be able to see, Casey. How am I supposed to get back up the runway if I can't see? Carlos, they're panties. They bo- They have two holes in them, at least. But if I'm covered, I can't see anything. I don't. S- Some of them are even crotchless. If I'm, bl- if I'm half blind, then half blind. Yeah. All right. You just gotta walk in a straight line. Yeah. Going one way is fine. Heading back the other way, I don't know if I could do it. There'd be just too much pressure. No, but and also, the way I'd that be you half came blind. From. There'd be that. You're you only know. half blind. Yeah. Only half blind. Only half blind. Yeah. I don't see the problem. I really don't. No, didn't I have a can around here somewhere? You did. It's right behind your phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> dumb so, uh, Carlos and I spent the afternoon, I guess, if you can call it that. We started it too, uh, at the Pitchfork Second Anniversary Festival. And I want to talk a little bit about it later. Oh, they always, they always have festivals. and This is their... Uh, I don't even know the number of festivals. They, no, this is their anniversary. So this this is their fifth festival. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they had the, oh, no, second I, anniversary. No, I guess this would be their sixth because they they did a first anniversary festival. So this is their sixth festival, and they have it down. You show up. They've smoked a pig all night long. They have live music, and it was, oh, you know, all these. I haven't gone to every single festival. Like, I missed out on the, the uh, second annual Harvest Festival, and uh-huh. I, I missed out. Like, that mug. That that, you- that mug is an amazing mug. Like, uh, the uh, just the uh, second annual uh the celebration, they didn't have any special mugs for that one, but my God, that! But that, it was it was a bring your own glass uh, festival, which was the first one of those I'd been to. Yeah, I'd never had somebody say, "Hey, bring your own glass," because we don't want to actually worry about washing glasses. This and you year. know, in all honesty, 
every like me and Casey both had glasses because we have several pitchfork. <laughs> we have a ridiculous amount of pitchfork. Well, I, I I had to ask Casey's advice, like, all right, which pitchfork glass do we you were, hold we were more beer? Measuring the ones to see which ones held the most beer. And Casey had already figured had. had oh no, gun. I already taken the one that held the most beer because he had a mug that held the most <laughs> beer, and you know it was a pretty badass. Yeah, mug. it was like two ounces bigger than the other ones. And it was, it's really always fun to do their, the Pitchfork Festivals. Well, yeah, just because the beer's good, the music is good, and the people are awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like I know personally I have a lot of friends who go. And so the entire time I'm there, I'm meeting people and And you're friends with the, uh, the owner. And- friends with the owner. And, well, all the owners, actually. Well, that's because you're there all the time. <laughs> Casey might be what we call an alcoholic. And if you didn't see me, since you probably can't see me when I did the said alcoholic, I did the uh, finger quotes. No, they, I, they could see the finger quotes. Well, not The, the video is up. Anybody, Head on over to uh, YouTube.com slash Studios and see Carlos's finger quotes now. If anybody didn't see the finger quotes, I'm going to do it again. Alcoholic with finger quotes. I don't understand what those uh, what those finger quotes are for. For alcoholic. Well, no, I I got that bit. You see, because I'm I was alluding to the fact that you might be an alcoholic. Because but I'm much, not an alcoholic. At least once a week, you spend quite a few hours up there in Pitchfork. Yeah, no, uh, that is called being dedicated to my craft, and my craft is making connections to, in order to get people on the show. Casey's just proved me wrong because clearly you can't be up at a bar drinking for several hours and prove me and uh, not make me uh, wrong. So Casey's right. No, I, I just made you wrong. Yeah, you just made me wrong. I did. No, it, no, it's it's all part of work. Like those are work. Though every hour I spend up there is deductible on my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's what I tell my uh, my accountant. I didn't know you had an accountant. Well, Carlos, I have to because our store is now up. It's up now. It is totally up. So you mean all our really awesome T-shirts are now available on our store? Well, uh, in fact, if you head on over to store.blindedstudios.com or head on over to blindedstudios.com and click on the store link on our homepage, uh, you will, in fact, see that we have our T-shirts up. And if you read the description carefully, you will find that they do indeed make you a minimum of 30% cooler while wearing one. Well, you know, I think I have a lot of cools to go, so I think I could go for at least 30%. I know, Well, 30%, it, I mean, it's it's a big percentage. Now, if I wear two shirts, is that 60%? They they do not stack that Or is way. it 45%? It's, it's 45. All right. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, you're, you're wearing two shirts- which you would think would be sixty, but they they stack it like half. So there there's a lot of diminishing returns there. Right. with How many shirts you wear? Well, I just had to get the like. What if there were di- so? Uh, oh, I was really- yeah. But if if you put a third shirt on while you're wearing the other two, that'll bring your cool level down like way down, and so it'll add zero percent coolness. For now, though. Well, no, that's we're working on that though, people. Well, yeah, we, we we are working on that, but we haven't figured out how to make it so if you're wearing three T-shirts at once, you still don't look like a dweeb. Although I think that if people uh, look at any of our emblems online, if they see uh, any of our emblems that they like a lot, uh, a lot, like let's say our console cowboys uh, emblem, which yep. is by the way made by Matt, and that emblem or is pretty fucking badass. Our homebrew bound emblem. Yeah, Which also- is one that I really want to get on pint glasses. Yeah, that would also like how cool. awesome would that? Be? It would be pretty cool. And if you want any of our slogans or uh, intros in like web, like a format or like a uh, what's the thing ringtone format? Espanol. I <laughs> yeah, or Espanol. No, I'm working on uh, getting some of the ringtones up on there too because the store that I set up gives us the ability to put up digital downloads. Also, we're not going to do Espanol once yet. Uh, we don't know anybody who speaks Espanol. I could try. Okay, we don't know anybody <laughs> who actually speaks Espanol. You see our problem here? But yeah, like if uh, you actually, I'm just if anybody out there is like some some of our other emblems, like just send us a uh, let, let us know because yeah. like we, we are really we cool. are trying to figure out what shirts we should make next. Yeah, um, we have looked at uh, potentially maybe doing a droop uh, tabletop feeder shirt. Yeah. So if that's something you're interested in, please let us know because I would love nothing more than to do a droop shirt. Casey really wouldn't. He's just. Really looking forward to that. Okay, Droop is my favorite character. I'm sorry. I th- you see, I thought you hated him until you found out that other people liked him. No, no, I've always loved Droop. 
Because I know that my character on uh, Tabletop Theater loved Droop. He was like, no, oh no, my no. god, this guy's awesome. Okay, now, I hated your character on table, uh, during the uh, Obsidian Obelisk I didn't have trilogy. a character. I ran that, Casey. I, know. I, ran, I didn't have a character. No. I had every character. What What was What was your goddamn goblin storekeeper's name? Gobby. Or something like that. Yeah, Gobby was an asshole. Oh, he absolutely or was. Or Gobi or whatever his you name know, was. Gobi was the fucking worst. But I make I'm no Droop. excuse. It's awesome. Yeah. Droop was fucking awesome. Droop is pretty much the greatest. He is the worst. And, you know, my character always expected him to be the worst. And if you guys have no idea what we're talking about, please check out uh, Tabletop Theater on blindestudios.com. Tabletop Theater is our weekly, or, yeah, I guess it is weekly. Yeah. It's, our, it's our weekly, uh, I guess, RPG yeah. podcast. And we had an ongoing uh, run with uh, some D&D where uh, Droop was a Oh, and Droop is coming back. Droop's coming back. Uh, yeah, it'll be a couple of months, but Droop will be coming back. I think I think Halloween might be a good time for Droop to come I back. I wonder if my wizard will come back. He might not, though, because uh, there no, was your a little wizard's bit of, not coming back. There's a little bit of a falling out there. Right. But, sure. you know, it was more dramatic All right, that Anyway, way. Carlos, what have you been up to this week? Uh, there's a bunch of things. Uh, so I know last week I talked about how I was reading some uh, a book called uh, Superpowered's. So I finished book three of that by uh, Drew Hayes. Uh, finished year three by him, and it was fun. Like that's the main reason I be- I just keep reading those, even though I should. There's other books I need to be reading. It's like you know, because uh, I can't. Re- what, what was it? Armada by. Uh... Oh, how was that? Yeah, I didn't read it that yet. You said you were going to start reading. Yeah, it but it's like you know, I have year three to read of Superpowers. And you know, it's uh, I just couldn't focus on uh, Armada if I didn't finish year three. But you told me that you were gonna do that. I say lots of things. Well, yeah, but some of them I hope are true. Yeah, but uh, I was re- I really had to finish dro- like uh, the year three just because it was just on my mind so much. And by the way, year th- uh, superpowers year one and year two and year three all available online for free. Oh really? Uh, yeah, off the author's re- website. Uh, they're all. Uh, he puts up chapters up as he goes uh, throughout the year, and he just puts up. He put up uh, year one, like for example, after he finished it, and put it up on uh, Kindle. So they're all available online, and he also has a bunch of other books like oh, NPCs. very cool. I'll probably get to that after I finish. After I finish Armada, which is yeah, my because, next book. Well, no, Carlos, you need you. That's the one you bought a physical book of that, right? I bought an actual book. Yeah, no. So you need to finish that so I can read it. Because I, as tempting as it is to read the utterly uninteresting, uh, uninteresting, uninteresting. I'm having issues talking right now. I may have had a few (laughs) beers. Carlos only had eight, guys. It's okay. You know, as much fun as it is to read about the vampire accountant. Wait, hang on. before, Before we get too on, how did you have eight? I don't know. I had four. I was honestly, I was really confused until I checked my pockets and I found out I had a, so, like you buy, oh, I found a ticket. I had a ticket <laughs> in my pocket. Never mind. So only seven. So I only had seven. I had another ticket you in my pocket. You only had seven. <laughs> Still, how did you have seven? Because I kept going up there. Because, you know, between, because uh, I had, I'm sure we brought up how they had a big Pig. They had 300 pounds of pork, guys. Oh, my God. It was good. And it, we had ribs. Yeah. Because I saw the guy cutting up the ribs, and I asked him if we could have ribs. And he was like, do you want ribs? I'm like, yes. And that was pretty awesome of Casey. Like, let, if anything else was ever said of Casey, <laughs> for example, if Casey passes away, you know, two minutes from now. Carla, Carlos is obituary. For, like, he would get up at my funeral and be like, man, this one time, he got his pork ribs. And it was pretty great. You know, for all his other faults, he got us <laughs> pork ribs. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a great time. And like, you know, those ribs were good. I had actually probably, I went up in line like five times. The last time that- like, Well, no, you went up seven times. We no, just like, figured that no, out. No, they didn't even ask me for like what I wanted. They just gave me a plate with a, uh, with a, uh, uh, not with a uh, with some pork between some buns. Like here you go. I knew that's what you were going to get because that's what you got the last couple of times you came through line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get back to what you've been up to this week. So I play. So yeah, I uh, read a bunch of uh, Drew Hayes's novels. Uh, so that was is good. And I, I found out that I actually had purchased one of his novels a while, okay. like months ago. But that's something I'm going to read 
after I read Chris Klein's Armada. Ernest Klein. Ernest Klein. You know, I keep thinking his name starts with the C. Actually, we should really talk, like, send him an email and see if we can get him on the show. I feel like he'd be game. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, but, like, uh, I look forward to reading Armada because I, you know, I, can't, I really want to read a uh, the book that's apparently people are comparing to uh, uh, The Last Starfighter, which, by the way, is a movie, also a book, but mainly a movie. That was a. But also a book. But also a book. But mainly a movie. Mainly a movie. Okay. Um, this week, I've spent the majority of the week learning. Uh, well, actually, starting about halfway through the week. I decided it'd be fun to learn game development. Yeah. So that's why I started uh, learning this week. And if you want to hear more about that, uh, tune into Console Cowboys. Uh, I've started a, I guess, a segment on there called What Casey Learned This Week. And I'm just going to be using that to kind of talk about the things I've learned about game development. And it's actually helped me think deeper about some of the games that we play. Uh, Like some of the theories behind them and stuff like that. So that'll be neat. Uh, Besides that, I got the store up. And then I ate some celebratory nachos because what do you? What else do you do when you finish a project? Clearly, you can't see after all the time it took you to get the store up. I think you didn't have enough nachos. I think you needed more nachos to celebrate. No, okay. Well, so the only reason it took me this long to get the store up is because I had the store one hundred percent ready to go, except I couldn't figure out how to make it send me emails, <laughs> so I would not know when people bought things. Which is a little bit of an issue. It's kind of an issue. So I had to reset up the store an entire like entirely again. And then I had it almost ready to go before I went away to Portland. And then I went away to Portland and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to put the store up right before I go to Portland uh, just for a bunch of orders to come in and then not be able to fulfill them. Because I didn't have time to train you or Matt or anybody in on how to grab orders and stuff. And so I figured I'd wait until I got back. And then getting back was the whole thing. And so finally got it up this week. Which uh, I am happy to say we have not... Well, I'm not really happy to say. But uh, we've had a bunch of people visit the store. But nobody purchased anything (laughs) yet. Well, because we have have t-shirts up. We have t-shirts up. And so, yeah, you guys should get these awesome t-shirts. And, uh, well, and part of it is I don't have the good pictures of the people wearing the t-shirts yet. Because I was trying to get, I need to get uh, you up so I can take a picture of you uh, for the front and the back. I just have the logos up right now. Yeah, I'm going to be a future male modeler. Uh, Yeah, no, Carlos is going to be a male model. Uh, mostly because I, have the little, I actually have the least amount of experience being at the male model of everybody on our show. No, I think right now you are. Well, well no, you, no, you've had more experience. Cause I have on, zero modeling experience. But you're going to be on Kelsey's uh, fashion show. Yeah, but I haven't yet. But not yet. So as of this moment, Matt has the most modeling experience. Matt, except yes. every time he gets on a runway, he looks like a gay Robin Hood. That's uh, completely his fault. How is that completely his fault? I was going to say it's not his fault, but I figured it was all his fault. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. And then Zach looks like Andre the Giant. I don't, like, just a really small Andre the Giant, but his still kind of looks no, like Andre the Giant. His hair is too blonde to be Andre the Giant, but all right. Otherwise, the other, besides that, yes. If you put the little tiny Coke cans, like, if you, you know you, if they have the smaller Coke yeah, cans? Yeah, I know those. If you put those in his hands, he looks like Andre the Giant. No sane person buys uh, small Coke no, cans. No, nobody does, but he totally looks like Andre the Giant. If some insane person bought a bunch of small Coke cans and gave him them, yeah, he'd look just like Andre the Giant. Yes, yes, he would. And we have Matt joining us. Who's Andre the Giant? Uh, Zach. We're oh, just okay. saying how you were gay Robin Hood. I'm gay Robin Hood. He's Andre the Giant? Yep. Oh, okay. A wild sour. Uh-oh. What's this? Well, we, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. Uh, we're it's still fantastic. talking about what we've done this week. And so, Matt, what if... Yeah, those are yours. I oh, found fuck them yeah. I was wondering stuff. where those went. I thought I had more stuff. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I haven't had time to think about that. A lot, yesterday... You I, had an hour drive. Yeah, traffic sucked. That was terrible. Uh, what do you mean traffic sucked? You came from where? Amory. And I was like, oh, I'm going to hop on 94 so I can go like 80 miles an hour. Cause now oh, that t- was a mistake. Yeah, because it's Sunday and everybody's yeah. coming home, so it was a standstill. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going straight through, and I took N all the way here and was going like 65 on N. That was fun. That makes sense. But uh, yesterday I was at work, and Woo! the day was going really, really well. I opened up at 8, 8.50. Carlos, what did you do to yourself? No! 
I'm not the one. Carl- what have I done? This is Carlos's eighth or ninth beer. So. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys have to pitchfork. But uh, the uh, so yesterday I got to work at like eight fifteen. I did the till, and then I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna get all the stocking done before we open up and everything. So I got everything done, and then there's a wedding this weekend that we were doing. Oh balls. So. They needed to come and get ice, and I wanted to fill my ice bucket first before they started taking their 500 pounds of ice. So then I look into the ice bucket, and it's all water. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Water so, is like ice. Yeah, but it, it does, it's not ice. <laughs> it's close. So I, it, it is close. Like it close. is close. <laughs> but so I, like Lynn always showed me, you take the air compressor, and you blow the nozzle out because it gets clogged with like gunk and stuff from the like ice. Like ice. It gets clogged with ice, right? No. No. <laughs> but it was clogged. No, it gets clogged with gunk and stuff. If it got clogged with ice, it would melt. But no. But if it was clogged with ice, though, it wouldn't blow either, right? No, but it would anyway. melt. No, but it wouldn't blow at all. I blew it out, <laughs> and then nothing happened at first, so I did it again, and then I heard like a... And then all of a sudden, water everywhere. <laughs> I, I was drenched, everything, and then there's like a drain there, and finally there was like enough pressure on the drain where it like pushed something through the drain, and all the water went through the drain then like yes all good got that situated start making ice again like 15 minutes later i go downstairs to go grab some pickles because we need to refill the pickles Well, everyone needs a new gherkin well there's a basement there there's a basement that's there. i did not know that there's a lot of treasure down there i did not know there's wait a is there treasure there's treasure there's pirate treasure there's other <laughs> stools there's booty down there because you know if i if, if there's a bar that has a basement and no stools I'd be surprised. What would it take for us to do a video series of the treasure of Amas? Uh, I don't know yet. But anyway, I would got they, to- would they No, no, no. I need to know. <laughs> Could they pay us with beer and then still give us the footage? I don't think so. Maybe. How about we just do the footage? Just the beers are like three bucks a piece. There's, a, <laughs> there's old neons from, from like a long time ago down you there. You know, I, that too. would be the last. But anyway, I go downstairs, go get pickles, and I hear the splashing of water, and I'm like, oh, what, what's that? What's that sound? And I go downstairs, the pipe, because when all the water went down, it pushed like gunk down through. And so it clogged the main pipe. <laughs> so this pipe was overflowing because it like flows into a banister and then like a certain moment gets full and it goes through the main drain. So it was clogged in there and it's coming over the top of the thing and it's literally spraying out like gushing out of the bottom all over the Windsor, all over all the beer, all over everything yeah, well, downstairs. Yeah, well, it's just over the Windsor. But like yeah. <laughs> the whole entire basement was flooded, and I'm I'm sitting here alone at fucking nine thirty in the morning. You're like, well, Emma's, time for me to leave. I like what 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 do I what do I do? So then I have to go upstairs and start making bloodies for like four people that came in. And all that's running through my head is there's a shit ton of water downstairs. There's a shit ton of water downstairs. So then finally I get a, I didn't get a hold of Lynn because he's up at the cabin, so he's out of town and everything. The boss. So then uh, I get a hold of Ann, the other worker, just because I wanted another eye on this thing and I didn't want to be alone in this situation. So then Ann gets down there and she's like, holy shit, that's a lot of water because I put like a bucket under it. And you're like, no shit. I put like a 10-gallon bucket underneath it and that was already filled with water. So then- And water's heavy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And when you take a 10-gallon bucket of ice, it's not heavy. Oh, no. Fuck. No. So Ann goes down there and she's like, yeah, that's a lot of water. And finally it stopped. And we're like, oh, thank God. And then it started doing it again. So we're like, oh, it must be the ice machine. So we turned off that. Water stopped. Then we took the pipe off and used a uh, clothes hanger. One of our patrons had a clothes hanger, so we went. Wait, wait, on him? No, he at went to his truck and grabbed one, and then he helped us with the pipe right. and shit, and he pulled some gunk out of there and everything. So now it's working at the moment. But that was a stressful yesterday. That sounds like a stressful yesterday. That was, that was, that was quite I've been like, nope. <laughs> That's how I was. But yeah, when or I was just like, grabbed like the lineys paddle off the thing and be like, "All right, Emma's is a boat now." Like there's been <laughs> leak, there's been leaks downstairs every now and then, a little water on the ground downstairs, whatever. And so like Pete was well, one of the patrons that helped us. He's just like. Oh, whatever. Okay. And then finally he goes downstairs and he's like, holy shit, that's a lot of water. So uh, it was a lot of water and I was not... Sounds like a lot of water. Trying to <laughs> tr- trying to make bloodies and shit for people and just thinking that through my head. Oh, God. So that was an exciting Saturday. Yeah, it sounds like a fun time. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I mean, when I say it sounds like a fun time, it means I'm glad I wasn't there and had to deal with it. <laughs> okay. Matt? Before you try this beer, I want to see your face when you try it. Yeah, I, I'm really curious because okay, it's, 
Well, I probably shouldn't pour the whole thing Because Casey's seen my face when I fucked. I saw Carlos's face, and I tried a little bit. And by the way, I've bought multiple. like a Sour Patch This is probably at least my second four-pack I bought of this. Yeah, Carlos is really excited for this beer. And he's like, oh, yeah, you should have this in the beer so I can have the extra one. (laughs) (laughs) Or on the show, rather. Yeah, no, we, well, we've already told the listeners this, but I should probably tell you, we've been drinking since two uh, at Pitchfork. Yeah. I had four. Carlos had. Ooh, eight. you got your 2015 glass already too. Seven, technically seven. No, no, no. The no, we had. It was a bring your own glass. They have. Oh. They have another festival coming up in October. That's their. That's their. And well, they your did, glass said 2015 on it. Oh, oh, that, yeah, spring from 2015. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I do. All right. So what we are trying in front of us is from Distill Brewing uh, in Illinois. Yep. <laughs> it's an American wild ale that comes Fuck. in at 3% ABV. Uh, it is called uh, Counter Clock Vice. Yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a Berliner Vice, and it is one of the most tart beers that I have ever tried. It is insanely tart. It's, it's like you just swallowed a warhead. It's, like, it, it's, it's intriguing. It really is. I'm eating a stick of rhubarb right now. So, Carlos, uh, describe the beer. Uh, you've you've had a chance to drink it, smell it. Go for it. So, imagine like a sour piece of rhubarb. Right? Like everybody's had rhubarb, right? I assume. Like honestly, when I grew up, I had rhubarb. When they just my uh, parents would always just pour sugar on it. But just just imagine just a piece of rhubarb. You're just eating a piece of rhubarb. Rhubarb is a, all right. First of all, rhubarb is a very Midwest thing. Really? Yeah. I just knew that's a thing. That's no, all I yeah, knew no, about Use it. another adjective other than rhubarb. So is rhubarb. It is a solid piece of... Uh, no, I didn't sub- say describe rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> he meant pick something like warheads or something that's actually sour. That- all right, it's, imagine warheads, right? Warheads is a candy that's sour. Except, I don't even know. Except now it's a root. It's a piece of root. <laughs> it's like rhubarb. Rhubarb is root. Warhead is a candy mixed together. Okay. It's a sour root. Here's here's a promise I'm making to any of our listeners. If you are listening and you have no idea what rhubarb is, Carlos will personally send you a piece of rhubarb. I make no. I promise to not. But you know any of those. I've, I haven't had a warhead in a long time. I don't even know if they make them. But you know, there's that one feeling you get in the very. You back know, of it's your it's, throat. it's like in the back of your. When you uh, have something really sour, it's the glands in the back of your throat. They kind of like pucker up, kind of a weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's that times three. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I enjoy this it. This is gut rot in a can. It's not gut rot at no. all. No, it's not super sugary. So it has that going. Yeah, it's this not is sweet. Just, this is going to ruin my gut. You know, this no, is what... It's your so acidic. Word. When I it's hear sour beer, this is what I think. And by the way, this is the uh, same uh, brewer that did the wild sour that, uh, that Matthew thought tasted like tomato soup. No, this doesn't taste like tomato soup. Well, there's the that going did. for it at least. But no, so Distill is doing a I'm lot of I'm just thinking really good I should sours. drink some UV and lemonade right now because it'll get me drunk quicker. <laughs> and less filling. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I mean, it's it's very sour. It's only 3%. If you've ever um, had gr- grape or like apple pucker or something like that, that's pretty sour like So that. I mean, it's sourer than that. Let's I, I like this is supposed to be a Berliner Weiss. I'm assuming I can't find it anywhere on their website or on Beer Advocate or anything. Well, it says Berliner on there. Berliner spontaneously okay. fermented, so wild sour ale, unfiltered. But but Berliners are usually kind of tart. But this is the most sour Berliner I've ever had. Usually they're they're more on the more mild sour side. What is and this is. Spontaneously fermented mean? Oh, uh, that means uh, basically used a cool ship, and so a cool ship is it's it's a big basin about six to eight inches deep, uh, and it's made out of stainless steel, and they just pour the beer into there, and then they leave it open to the elements, hmm. uh, and so it's all spon or uh, all natural yeast, and so all the bacteria and the yeast get in there, and they, then that's what ferments the beer. That's what spontaneous fermented usually means. I don't know if that's what it means in Steele's case, uh, but basically, uh, this is a beer I can have one of. Yeah. Any more than that, 
and I'm kind of with Matt on the gut rot side. But one is great, just because it's different. Yeah. Uh, especially after a day of drinking heavier, uh, like the French toast ale. Yeah. And the oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, like the Scottish ales and stuff like that. It this really cuts through the palate and just cuts it down. I and do, it's only three percent. You know, bad. as far as the distilled brewery stuff go, I go by there. I have issues remembering their names of the stuff. So I've had their uh, the green can, whatever that one was. I've had a bunch of those. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've had the red cans, and then this is the yellow can. That's how I declare. And you know this yellow can, so fucking sour. It's so sour. <laughs> it's like it's like biting into a lemon. I know. I was so surprised. Like oh, I'm going to try their yellow can. Maybe oh my it's god. Gut rot. It's going to be heartburn after. I think it's going to be heartburn. It's going to be heartburn. I is can the already answer. feel it coming on. <laughs> This oh is, man, it's so brutally sour. This is basically actually what I want when I hear sour beer. This is what you want. How this many, is well, this is what I think, and I got exactly what I want. How wanted. many packs of these have you? They're, they're in four so packs. Far? Four packs, and I picked up another four pack. Yeah, Carlos yeah. picked up another four pack, and he's gonna get the fourth one out of the, or the fourth one out of this four one. Four and a half. So he's had <laughs> ten of these. <laughs> actually, for our uh, black belt uh, patrons, we're doing a special list and. This is actually gonna be one of my. Oh yeah, this is this is on his. Uh, no, it's not even the black belt. This is on his bruzic for this month. Yeah. Nice. So I gonna, guess technically woo-hoo. for last month because we we have to do three this month. Because oh, I don't know if yeah. you know that. I was gonna, three. I, I thought it was just two. Well, we'll talk about that after the uh, off air. Do I have to come up with more beers? No, no, no. It's me and Matt. All right. Uh, Carlos, out of ten. So I have no idea what a Blinterweiss is supposed to taste like. Blinterweiss. Yeah, sure. Blinter, the splinter, the blinter vice. But I really like this. I actually have a blinter vice in a bucket over there. But I'm going to give this a nine. Not where, nowhere nearly as sour as this. I'm giving this a nine town because it's just so sour that you're giving it a nine. Okay. Yeah, and it's just I really like. No, it's very unique. Yeah, I've never never had a beer like this. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) This the like our our BNS thing or our, our. our uh, ratings are based on personal preference. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> so out of two, that's fine. If you want, but I, I like two. the taste, but I'm never going to drink this ever. Yeah, again. no. But all right. So, so tasting this beer, if you just had one, six, a six. Okay. Um. Oh man. Okay. As a sour beer drinker, I need. I, I guess I need to preface this. As a sour beer drinker, I really like this beer. But it is also too sour to drink <laughs> any amount of. <laughs> it is. This is ridiculously sour as a beer. Um, if if I was going to have one, I'd give it a nine. If I bought a four pack, I'd agree with Matt and give it a six. It is. It is a little difficult to eat, drink more than one of. I have to admit. I know it's it's brutal. Like you can have one a day, maybe. I know. Last week I was like, oh, I'm gonna have this. Oh, this is a little rough. Second one. This is definitely no, still rough. It, it was awesome. He he picked he picked it up and he showed up just as Miles and I were about to do homebrew bound, and he's like, oh, I just picked up this new sour. I'm gonna try it. He pours it into a glass and we're watching him. He sips and his face, his entire face just kind of like convulges on his nose. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it just completely puckers. <laughs> just brutally. And it's, it was great. But it's definitely fucking unique. That's oh, bad. it's super unique and it's super sour. <sighs> like sourness is definitely what you get from this beer. I'm definitely, in, I definitely enjoy this beer. I can tell you that. Kelsey would probably drink this one. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me figure out how to talk again. Oh man! All right. Except I don't know how I'm gonna drink this and do the news at the same time. Ooh, a little difficult. <laughs> you have to do it between my barbs. And now the Department of Defense presents news with Casey. It's me. <clears throat> Washington D.C.'s National Zoo's panda, Mai Zing. Has given birth to two cubs your on zing? Saturday. My zing. Your zing. No, my zing. Yeah, yours. No, not yours. Mine. No, yours. No, not yours. Mine. Oh, ours? No, mine. All right. We been. You been? You been. I been. You've been where? <laughs> I've been yakking off. <laughs> anyway, uh, my zing gave birth to two cubs on Saturday, about four hours apart. And they are fucking ugly. <laughs> like, seriously. 
These are the ugliest things I've ever seen. They look like little hairless mole rats. They are not beautiful. Like, pandas are adorable. Panda babies, ugly. I understand no, why, I don't want, why, why do they don't think, want to fuck each other why anymore. Why do you think pandas are adorable? Because they are. They're not. Yeah, they are. Why aren't they? They're just little black and white fat fucking bears. They that are like adorable. I mean, don't get me wrong. Regular pandas are nowhere near as adorable as red pandas. Which ones are the red pandas? They're the ones with like the long tails. Aren't and... those like giant fucking raccoons? Yeah. So that's not a fucking panda. That's no, not a fucking bear. They are that's red... a fucking raccoon. No, they are red pandas. That's a raccoon. That, they are called red pandas. They're a large fucking raccoon. Let's be honest here. No, they are adorable and delightful. And they play in the snow. And I want one. It's giant also called raccoon. the lesser panda. <laughs> no, it is the better panda. Like there, you know how raccoons, you know, if they have, there's like the red certain- bear cat and the red cat bear. You're a red cat bear. Okay, I wouldn't mind being one of these. A red cat bear. Yep. Okay. Oh, a rad. It mostly feeds on bamboo. Yeah, I know, and they're adorable. Oh, I know. Anyway, panda babies are ugly. That's fine, and that is the entire point of this story. <laughs> So are raccoon babies probably? No, red rac- red pandas are not. Are any- red baby raccoon bears ugly? I have no idea. I've never seen any of their the babies. Just yes. wait. They'll get to grow a little bit yes. bigger and they'll be that cute. Ah, <laughs> those are dorbs. <laughs> so they don't look like those. No, they don't. Not at all. <laughs> what did they mate the? Hang wrong- on, I'll, 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 like they mated the wrong panda. No, they they are ugly as shit. Like you know how human babies are covered in. <laughs> I found it. Yeah, like yeah, they are ugly, <laughs> just ugly. They got really big mouths and no eyes. Yeah, they look like mammals. What uh, the fuck? They look like baby mammals. That's exactly. I right. want to hold like, one. No, you don't. They're yeah, all I slimy do. with panda vag. And then they start turning black and get more hair. And they still look ugly. <laughs> it's like, they kind of look like uh, when... They ugly, s- ugly, 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 aww. I've <laughs> seen way too many uh, animal rescue videos in the last two weeks for... What do you mean you've seen animal rescue videos? <laughs> oh, that one, I'm a- that one's adorable. Look, animal rescue videos are fucking adorable. Oh, here's this animal. We fucking rescued it. Yeah, fuck you, everybody else. They're just like us. Aww. Sour. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I've watched a whole bunch, a whole shit ton of animal rescue videos. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, he has caught my beard. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, well, I'm sorry, I'm going to steal a, uh, I guess, okay. a news story from you for uh, later this week when you're doing Soundwave, but on the Foo Fighters' latest tour, there have been some amazing moments that we've even talked about, uh, but some of them have been uh, like Dave Grohl, breaking his leg and continuing to play. Uh, Grohl's doctor uh, being brought onto stage to cover White Stripes' Seven Nation Army, which if you haven't seen that video, watch it. It's amazing. Even better, bringing a random person out of the crowd in Canada to sing Getty Lee's part in Tom Sawyer when they were doing a cover of Tom (laughs) Sawyer. Fucking love that shit. And then they pull, then most recently they pulled a drunk crying man onto the stage, <laughs> and then Dave Grohl serenaded him. <laughs> what what did he uh, serenade him with? He uh, was singing Hero. He was singing Hero. Oh, awesome. It was, it was awesome. Was I gr- can definitely he, see why the guy would be crying. Just he was cause. getting, because they were playing the acoustic version of it, and they're oh, like, God. are you fucking crying out there? Are you crying, man? <laughs> Is this hitting you that hard? And he's like, get up over here. So he starts walking out of stage. I can definitely see how that could make somebody cry. All right. Well, uh, they've done it again, guys. This time, before their uh, show in Kansas, the band piled into the back of a pickup and drove past the Westboro Baptist uh, Church protesters. Again? And Rick rolled them. (laughs) (laughs) They played Rick Askley's song, Never Gonna Let You Down. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna take my. While they were driving past the Westboro Baptist nice. Church, while holding up signs, what did they say? Uh, one of them was, "You've been Rickrolled," 
And the other one was a reference to another one of their songs. Um, and then, like, fans just flocked it and kind of, like, just pushed all the Westboro people out of the way. I think we're having a Fusance. There was the Kianasance, now it's the Fusance. The Fusance, I... I will I I will say and when I have was, they had this much publicity Well I, I was time. I was gonna leave this for Soundwave this week, but oh. I have been listening to a ridiculous amount of Foo Fighters this <laughs> oh, week. Oh yeah? Nice. Yeah, just so much. On Apple Music. Oh nice. Because I have access to their entire library. Oh nice. Nice. <laughs> so I've just been listening to Foo Fighters constantly all week. And I've always enjoyed Foo Fighters, yeah. but I found myself enjoying them more. Just because during this uh, during this last tour, Dave Grohl has like just been doing a lot of really cool shit. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, that guy, he's kind of neat. He's de- almost as cool as Rush. I definitely enjoy a bunch of uh, Foo Fighters, and I'm glad that they're uh, doing well. Like uh, that, they're even trying even more people now. Yeah, no, it's it's been really cool. Uh, on Monday, August 10th, NASA finally gave the go-ahead for the crew of the ISS to partake in the fruits of their labor, or I guess the leaves of their labor in this case. The crew members were finally able to sample the lettuce that they've been growing in oh, the station's veggie. I know, uh, in the station's veggie plant growth system, uh, and that would be the bud of their labor. Now, wait a second. What's the dangers in this? There's no danger in that. What's the point in like making a big deal of it? Uh, well, because they never knew how the plants would react to be grown in space. I always assumed that they had been doing this for a while. No, they, the, they have not. Been I know, doing this which for means a while. that they're behind in times, NASA. Well, Russia actually has been doing this for a while. Yeah, NASA has been a little bit more uh, careful in things, which ha- makes sense because Russians are crazy. I'm clear. I'm I'm kind of curious though what the Russians have been doing this on the uh, International Space Shuttle. They've been like, oh, this lettuce is so good. (laughs) (laughs) You want some balsamic dressing with that, NASA astronaut? Nope. Or like, oh, eat your food from a tube. (laughs) I'm making a Caesar salad with my anchovies. (laughs) This is a French accent you guys are doing. Don't care. (laughs) I was just trying to pick up. This this isn't quite Russian. What what are you guys doing? All right, Matthew, that's my fault, though. That's not Casey's fault. (laughs) (laughs) He he kind of did start the 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 accent. The odds of me doing an, an uh, accent the same way th- twice in a row, very unlikely. Uh, anyway, the crew members were finally able to sample some of the lettuce that they've been growing in the station's veggie plant growth system. Apparently, it tasted like lettuce, but it was fresh, and so the astronauts were pretty excited about having actual fresh produce on the on the station. Um, and growing edible plants in space is a big step towards creating a self-sustaining crew for long space flights. The veggie system uh, was developed by Orbitech in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Wisconsin is leaving their mark on space, one beer at a time. You know what I like about space? I like how the Martian comes out in October. (laughs) Yeah. That's a movie I'm looking forward to. I really am looking for that movie. That movie's gonna be so good. I enjoyed the book so many t- so much. I've read it a couple times. I've, I've read the book twice. I've listened to it oh once. I I want to pick up the audiobook just to give it a listen to. Uh, it's 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 awesome. Uh, and uh, I mean, not a sponsor or anything, but if you haven't watched it, uh, I highly recommend heading on over to Tested dot com. And looking up the Adam Savage interview with Andy Weir, who is the author of The Martian, and they talk in depth about how he wrote the book and everything. And it was an amazing interview. It's very interesting. It's very, very good. All right. Uh, YouTube competitive eater Adam Moran on his his channel, Beard Meets Food, uh, has potentially set a world record for the most Big Macs eaten in under an hour. Wait. YouTube competitive eater? Yeah. YouTube competitive eater. Yeah, he's a competitive eater on YouTube. That's a thing. That is a thing. Wow. How many Big Macs do you think he ate in an hour? It had to have been a lot. 20. You're close. 17. Wow. His original goal was 25, uh, but it may not seem like a lot, uh, and his initial goal was 25, but still, that's a lot of goddamn Big Macs. Ugh, Can you imagine sucks. trying... Well, and he ate the first uh, 10 in, like, 30 minutes, 
and it took him the other thirty to eat in the next seven. Well, let's be honest, like that all that uh McDonald's Mac sauce on there, probably just the enough for like five of those burgers is enough to give somebody a heart attack. Well the current recognized uh record is from another YouTube speed eater and he ate uh five in sixty seconds. Wow, this guy really Holy had... fuck. Yeah. And I watched the video, and it was kind of disgusting. Wait, wait. Did you say five in 60 seconds? In 60 seconds. Ugh. He was balling them up and then just shoving them in and, uh, like, downing them. He is the current uh, record holder also for the most amount of hot dogs eaten. Did he use the same technique? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty oh, much. God. And it's also the same guy, I think. Who did the uh, the the Chipotle burrito challenge, where he downed uh, two Chipotle burritos in under like two minutes? Now there's no way he can use the same technique for Chipotle burrito. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that one was just take as big a bites as possible and just swallow those. Oh, I, I can see that. Yeah, no. It if you want to see the Chipotle one, I highly recommend it because you're just like, there's a burrito there. I don't understand what's going on. Did Carlos get hungry and eat that part of the video? <laughs> All right. And for our final story, uh, we're bringing it back to Pitchfork. Uh, Pitchfork Brewing is two years old this weekend. Uh, you remember? You may remember uh, a little over a year ago, we had Mike Fredrickson from Pitchfork Brewing on the show. I remember that. Uh, to talk about the brewery and their beer. Since then, has become a regular hangout spot for the BNS crew. And now they're two years old. They have supported us in a lot of ways. Uh, we have hosted our past two tabletop days there. By the way, when you say regular hangout spot, you mean spot for Casey to go so he can get drunk. Yeah, but Rick goes there and... Sometimes. You go there sometimes. Rarely. Occasionally I can get Matt there. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, no, but mostly I go there. Mostly Every Casey. Week. Every week. It sounds better if I say BNS crew. Yeah, instead of saying that Casey's a drunk person. Yeah, well, you're an ass. I'm not going to say uh, that. No, but I didn't they, say that. No, somebody but they, else? They, have, they have really helped us out uh, yeah. in a lot of ways, especially uh, hosting those few events. Oh, Jesus. Is that the Big Mac? Yeah, in 60 seconds. He balls him up. Look at that. That's pretty impressive. It's insane. Uh, anyway, uh, if you are ever in the Wisconsin area, please check them out. Um, yeah. They're in western Wisconsin. Beer is always good. Yep. Uh, tell them that we sent you, and I'm sure you'll get preferable treatment from Mike, at least. I don't know about anybody else. Or I'll just get yelled at by Mike. Either one, People you win. might be just confused who the hell Blinded Studios is, maybe. And no, I wore I wore our shirt there this today. That does not help everybody else. It helps everybody. I'm sure it does. All right, guys, that brings us into our discussion uh, topic for this week. Yeah. Um, so Carlos and I were talking about morality questions yeah. today because when we're drinking, that's kind of what oh, it devolves no. into. <laughs> and, uh, I'm a moral person. So we, we have, we have a few moral questions. I have one. Carlos has one. I do. You do. You're going to, I thought I had a, a twerk on the first one. Do you have a, do you, do you, what do you mean a twerk? You're going to twerk? Sure. I don't want to see Carlos a twerk. twerk. Uh, no, I, I like like you had asked the first one. Like my, I had a question on the first one. That was important. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So the qu- the moral question that we're posing to the group is: So the devil. Well, this all started. We were listening to some Charlie Daniels band. No, it, be- it started beforehand. Okay. Anyway, we were listening to some Charlie Daniels band, and the devil he came to Georgia. And he char- he challenged them to a fiddle contest. And so I suggested that if the devil challenges you to anything, I think you have to take that challenge. Nothing wrong with that, just uh, right away. But, but yeah, but then I was like, okay, so morally, say the devil comes to you and there, there's a set of identical twins, white guys, because Carlos didn't want to make this racist, uh... <laughs> Yeah. And the devil says, hey, if you can kill your twin better than I can kill my twin, nobody goes to hell anymore. Okay. Okay. But if I kill my twin better than you kill your twin, you go to hell. Is it morally acceptable for you to kill your twin? 
to not go to hell? For nobody to go to hell. Ever. Ever again? Ever again. I could care less if they go to hell or not. We're assuming hell is a real place. Yeah. <laughs> but you would also not go to hell. You'd have a get out of hell free card. All you gotta do is kill this twin. I don't know about that. But you gotta kill him better than the than the devil. Is it morally acceptable? Uh, morally? I don't fucking know. This is a weird question. I know it's a very weird question. Carlos wanted this to be the topic for discussion today. Oh, I said it was not. I think Carlos should answer then if he has. I know Carlos has already answered multiple times. Yeah, but he's got to answer on the air. Okay. So here's the thing. He thought of it. He has to answer. First of all, if it was just that, yes. You know, if like the option is like, oh yeah, if I getting him drink takes a deal, you know, somebody. (laughs) I don't. I don't know what Matthew said. I keep forgetting. I'm drinking a sour. I take a big gulp, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, <laughs> me too. You do. You generally don't have the pro- that issue. No. with your beers. <laughs> That's what I like about it. <laughs> it surprises you every time. It wakes time. you up every time. <laughs> Will you fill this with the right tab? <laughs> okay, continue, Carlos. So, the devil like is going to like. All right. So if you take the steel, and you win. Then nobody's gonna go to hell forever. See, that's the problem. Maybe some people deserve to go to hell. Maybe some people deserve it. It's not enough for me to decide to take okay. the offer up. Fine. What if he changes? It says nobody who doesn't deserve to go to hell goes to hell. Well, in that case, nobody should fucking go to hell who doesn't deserve it. That's not on him. That's on somebody else. Then I don't know how Ju- Judeo-Christian beliefs work. Yeah, I know. Clearly, though, it's not my fault, then. Okay. And it remains not my fault. So you should not take this deal. Well, he'd have to spice it up a little bit, offer me a little bit of something extra. But don't you have a moral obligation to keep all of the good people who may not uh, necessarily believe in the Judeo-Christian God out of hell? I don't give a shit. They should take the deal themselves. Yeah, because... No, but that- no, but it's been offered to you. No, what if they took the deal and they succeeded? Would I get out of hell? Yeah. Yeah. Then I can pass no, the no, buck. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, the deal is only offered to one person once, forever. All right, so I have to take the deal and have to... Who's who's the judge of who kills somebody? The devil. Hey, I mean, he, he, I mean, he, he made the ruling in the fiddle game. And that's because true. Because if you remember in the song... The devil laid the fiddle down at Johnny's feet because he knew that he'd been beat. He was really fair. He was really fair. No, the devil is pr- really fair if you play by the rules. So, but you got to be careful because the devil deals them cards. And so, if I took the deal and I failed, and I, and then I'd pr- I go to hell. But it wouldn't. Be, would it be instantly, or would I have? No, to- no, no, no. I, I feel. I well. I feel like you'd be able to live out the rest of your life, but no matter what you did, your soul would be forfeit to hell. All right. And plus, you have the conscience of killing your own twin brother. Yeah, well, no, not your own kill- twin brother. You just killed one of the twins. You just did a, be- a worse job Who's of the twin. No, wait. I had to do twins yeah. because Carlos was saying I that had- if they were different people, they could be killed in different ways. Yeah. And so twins are the closest I can get to the same- killing the same person. Yeah. So you have to kill your twin. You had to- no, no, a no. twin. No, so the devil kills one twin, you kill the other. Oh, so and whoever does a better job, yeah. And you know, it'd be. Do you see the problem? Would be how would you do? Carlos keeps talking me into weird situations. I, how do you figure out the best way to kill somebody though? Too like how do you? I don't know. It'd be difficult. I give it a shot though. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I try. Honestly, honestly, though, I'd really like some little bit more of the deal than just not to go to hell. If that's all that's going. I mean, that seems like a pretty good deal. You can do whatever you want for the rest of your days. So well, and actually, not go to hell. Well, well if you don't believe in hell, also that doesn't prison matter. And everything too. So yeah, but nobody's going. To yeah, hell but anymore. you're not going to win if you, you end up in prison. Just kill yourself and go to heaven. The uh, but like so, you just found out the devil's real and hell's real, and you have to go kill this person and keep everybody out of hell. That's just dumb. Okay, I found out that hell's real, so I better start living like a good Christian then and go say my prayers, and then I can still no, go no, act like a fool. No, no, not if you just beat the devil at his game and he said yeah, that nobody was going to or hell Or maybe anymore. some of those assholes deserve to go to hell. Yeah, it's true. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Go, You can still go... if. 
if you're a true Christian, then you can go do whatever the fuck you want and just go ask for forgiveness. Okay, say a couple Hail Marys. Hey, you're going to hell. You're going to heaven. Yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen that movie. No, that's only for Catholic. I'm Catholic. Oh, you lucky bastard. There you go. So that's why it's, only, is, the, it's is, only the guilt that kills you. Yeah. <laughs> and the guilt is what kills you. But the you fact is, you just found out that hell's real. So there you go. Now act like a good Christian. Or no, like a good I don't somebody. have to anymore because I just fought the devil and won. If you win. That's true, if I win. Otherwise, either way, I don't have to listen to anything because I fucked up. I don't know. I feel a lot better if you offered a million dollars on top of that. Yeah, <laughs> I would too, actually. <laughs> Fine. The devil will give you a million dollars. I'm not that happen. altruistic that I do it all for just, you know, okay. making so nobody so would we'll, go to we'll, No, we'll change it up. The devil is like, hey, I'm going to challenge you to a contest. You name the contest, and I will give you a million dollars and a get-out-of-hell-free card. What is the contest you challenge him to? Oh, that's a little rough. I was about to say that, you know, maybe he should be paying me for what the deal I should take would be for me to not, for nobody to go to hell ever again. Also, you know, maybe no, 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 now it's just you because you want the money. All right, so. Also, that so first what would the one, deal the last be? One, uh, if you. If you did succeed, then you wouldn't get in trouble for killing anyone because it'd be all under the radar. But Only if, if you, you fail, succeed, you're if on you the bad. run for the rest of your life, too, for killing somebody. Well, the thing is, like, you'd have to beat the devil at killing the person. Yep. So I'm assuming that if you do a good job, that you get away with it. Yeah. Or, it's, and look, and look, or you the, kill him in a way that's so high profile. Like, really, it depends on how bad a job the devil does, I guess, in that case. Mm-hmm. I like kind of like be- real beer other than sour beer when I'm drinking it in a quantity. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And don't get me wrong, I really like that sour beer, but Jesus, that was so sour. sour. <laughs> but that's what I like about it. I don't know what I challenge the devil. All right, in. Carlos, what would you challenge the devil to? What What is your game of choice? I'm the devil, and I'm like, hey, I want to play for your soul. So I want to play Chinese checkers, but with more than just the two of us. I want the whole. Uh, how many people can you have play Chinese checkers? Five. Checkers? Five people. I don't star. care who the other people are. It's a five or six, right? It's five or six. Actually, right? I'd want the other, uh, the other. Uh, so if it's like, if it's six people, I think it's six people. It'd have to be, and it's an even number because you have to get to the other oh, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's six people, I want the other four people to be playing for something else. You don't have that choice. You get, ju- you just get to choose the game. You don't get to choose you the can contestants have, in the game. The Chinese checker, you can still play two player. Game. You're just going against each other. That sounds interesting if it's just Chinese checkers. Then you might as well be playing regular fucking checkers. Well, then the don't choose Chinese, Chinese checkers. checkers. You're the one that brought it up, like, man. I, like, I tried to play chess with the, with the devil, but you know pre- that probably would not go very well, because I'm assuming that the devil's experienced by, at this point at playing chess. Uh, he's not souls. a very good fiddle player, apparently. <laughs> Neither <laughs> am I. <laughs> I think I just, I, you know, I give a check- chance with uh, checkers. Why not? Why not? I'd lose, checkers? probably. But, you know, but there's worse Why things. checkers? Because why not? Okay. Like, you know, I can't really play chess with the devil, because I'm probably sure that he's probably more experienced, because everybody plays chess with death, generally. generally the, the, why would they play chess with death? He's been playing chess against so many people for I so know, long. Generally, you know, generally people play chess with death, so I assume that the runner-up for that playing chess with would be the devil. So I assume that you don't want to play chess with the devil because he's probably experienced enough to beat Matt, you. Matt, what would you challenge the devil to? Uh, if you're a mortal soul. <laughs> name that David Bowie tune. Play like first ten seconds. Well, the problem there is the devil already has David Bowie. That doesn't yeah. matter, but he doesn't know his music. <laughs> True. Unless he's like, David. Play me a song. He, he, <laughs> he might pull. He, he might ask the crowd, and the crowd is just David Bowie. <laughs> I think I would play Dungeons and Dragons against the devil. Not bad idea, right, Carlos? Would you GM that game for me? Yeah, there's a bunch well, of. Would actually, you try and kill him off or something, or what? Yeah, oh. there's there's a bunch of uh, uh, web comics. Play Risk after, against him. After, no, Risk is too. That's Maybe really that's playing, No, I can play Stratego against the devil. Both of those are really playing into his hands. But you know, D and D is not a bad idea. There's a there were a bunch of web comics that came out after Gary Gygax's uh, death of uh, Gary Gygax playing the de- playing death playing itself, death with D and D playing trying to get more time for himself. So yeah, D and D is not a bad idea because who knows how that goes. 
Especially if you deal with second edition and Thacko. Who the fuck knows what Thacko Yeah, the is? problem is, I don't know Thacko. But neither does the devil. That's because nobody knows Thacko. There's some people, but I think I mean, they're I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of listeners of ours that know Thacko. But I'm sure they're liars. Well, and I've heard from some of our listeners, they're like, you know that 5th uh, edition is the worst edition of Dungeons & Dragons. I played 4th edition. it's so simple. Yeah, I've- no, 4th edition sucks balls. You know, for all the defense of, like, we had fun with 4th edition. No, we did, but, but there's so many flaws. So many flaws. Yeah, but... Fifth Over is at your so old much, house, yeah. We played with four. Yeah, but yeah. the the one that we're playing now is so much easier, yeah. isn't it? I don't remember. What do you mean you don't remember? You just it's played blur it. In my head. You just played it. I don't remember what four was like. Okay, it was bad. There were a bunch of numbers, more numbers. The character sheets were just really confusing. Only my wizard knew what was going on. All right, Carlos, we've hit an hour. Can we wrap up now? We could do that. Okay, thank you. Because the sour beers are very sour. You do not have my permission to wrap up now. I have a button. You do? He found the button. Found the button. Praise well, it's me! it's usually right here, and now it's over there because of the whole new setup, and I don't... I don't like it! <coughs> All right, guys, just a few announcements before we wrap up here. Um, if you are looking to support us, head over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios, or if you can do any shopping on Amazon, head over to blindnewstudios.com and click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. Hey guys, did you know that we have a store up now? Head on over to store.blindnewstudios.com, click on the store link on our, at the top of our homepage, and you can buy yourself a brand new Blind Ninja Studios t-shirt right now. And... They are guaranteed to make you 30% cooler. All right, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, feedback, or comments on this episode, head on over to, or uh, I guess shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Ooh.